0: Hey everyone, my name is David. Today I'm joined by Tyler and we're here to take a peek behind the mask. Thanks for joining me Tyler.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Um, So we've decided to talk about, you know, what we would call I guess stereotypical guy things, Um, you know, and you know, whether or not we do them and how, I mean, I don't, I'm definitely not a stereotypical guy. And I think you were saying that you don't follow do a lot of that stuff either. So and like just how that's kind of impacted us, I guess. Um, so why don't you start by telling me, like, kind of what came to mind when you, you brought up this topic?
1: Well, I wouldn't say that I don't conform to a lot of guys' stereotypes. Mm-hmm. There are some relatively significant ones that I don't conform to. Okay. Um, I've so- never been in a fight, a physical fight before, for example. Okay.
0: So that's something I have done, even in okay. my adult life. Yeah.
1: Okay. you want to tell me about that?
0: Yeah, well, the one that was most recent was actually, like, while I was traveling, there was a group of six of us who were traveling together for a week. Um, not, not our group, like, when I was with the random people I met at the hostel. Um, and then what happened, I don't even know, but it was like, you know, I was trying to impress one of the chicks in the group, and then the, the other guy, there was me and one other guy, and then there was four chicks, And he was trying to, I don't, I don't even remember. It was so stupid. I don't even remember what set it off, but we kind of been ripping on each other a bit. And then he did something and he challenged me. I don't remember how. And we ended up like in the middle of there, in the middle of like the street, he had me in a headlock and I was kidney punching him like repeatedly. I've never actually hit someone like full force. It was almost full force. But then he, I was, I was starting to black out and he was going to win. So I lifted him up and slammed him on the pavement and pinned him down by his neck. And I was like, give up. I've won. And he conceded. And it was like, and then we were just like, we got up and we moved past it very quickly. But it was like, I've, it was, that's the most, uh, I don't know. It was, I honestly don't even know what was going on, but it was definitely like, you know, vying for the attention right like i couldn't look little in front of the chick i was trying to impress and like but it was oh man what a, yeah so i guess yeah, i've done sure that if that's that, yeah why is that so i guess why is fighting considered stereotypically guy is that because we do like the stere? are the stereotypes true uh because even like when before we even get into more examples i guess it's like when we think what is stereotypical for guys do we think that these are valid stereotypes or they're media-induced or... Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think with fighting, it's definitely, like... In terms of people, like, guys actually fighting, I think it's part of, like, the vocal minority. Because all of my immediate friends, I would guess that they've been in maybe one fight in their lives, right? Yeah. With the exception of some that do martial arts and so they've trained but that's just not a thing that i've noticed in my immediate friend group that being said i don't think i've ever been out to a club where there hasn't been some sort of altercation yeah and i think part of that comes down to yeah you're trying to to show off for a mate you're trying to get laid uh peer pressure too you know
0: yeah when so.
1: calls you out and then you have to defend your honor
0: yeah and and I think also on top of that like for me at least often when I've gotten into fights or wanted to it was I just didn't have a good outlet of dealing with my emotions otherwise right like and and they just build up until I burst right because I couldn't just kind of let them out generally um so I'm sure like this guy and this guy was kind of egging me on, and I felt like I was a wimp to say, hey, man, this is actually bothering me. So I just don't react. I don't let him know, um, or I fight, or I, I tease back until at some point, it just goes too far, and I burst, right? Um, and I, so I think that plays a factor of it as well, probably.
1: Well, a funny story that I wanted to share also on the, our travels. Um, you were there for this when we had met, um, uh, some other travelers at a hostel, uh, in Thailand. And we were kind of talking, uh, around the group of us and the group of them. Um, and one of the the girls in the other group was making comments about my height. Right. Yeah. And so I'm five, eight, five, nine, closer to five, nine, um, <laughs> for, for, for pride's sake. Yeah. And, um, It was. I can take jokes. Absolutely, I can take jokes. I got a big forehead. I'm short. Whatever. Um, Yeah. But it ended up being the punchline of every one of her comments. Just about.
0: Yeah. Or like I became tiresome. So
1: so I don't know if you remember, but I slapped her in the face. Oh. Not not hard. Yeah. Like kind of like a kind of like a get out of here. Like how you like smack a dog if they were you know trying to eat your food. Like nah, get out of here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it didn't hurt her. I think she was more shocked than anything. She was more like, I think she laughed it off. She was like, what the hell? Yeah. But that's, I mean, in so many people's eyes, I'm, uh, I'm an abuser. I'm a chauvinistic pig. I'm.
0: Yeah. I think, (laughs) I think it's, you know, I, you know, treat the sexes equally. Um, but it is, but like, you should never resort to physical force, I suppose. Right. Generally speaking, um, But so, so, okay, so yeah, that is something that, you know, it's not something you do, but there's this idea that men should be tall and big and strong, right? Um, I'm definitely not that. (laughs) I'm not tall, dark, handsome, right? Yeah, you're a little more that than me, maybe, Um, but that as well. But so what, what things, what things don't you do that, that quote, men do? Because you're a pretty active guy. That's the thing I notice with me is, um, you know, when I'm hanging out with, uh, you know, certain groups, all of the guys are like ready to play sports and and they were super into it. And I just... Couldn't care less anymore. I don't enjoy it. So, I, I like there's one example in particular. It was me and the girlfriends sitting on the sidelines chatting while they were playing football, you know, to prove themselves against the 18 year old guys that were like at the campsite next to us. I'm like, I do not need to prove that I'm better at football than an 18 year old. I just couldn't care less.
1: Right. I, I mean, that... maybe
0: it's not proving it. Maybe it's just pure fun for them, but it gets, you can see when it kind of turns from just fun to actual prideful competition, right? And there's always, almost always with guys, there is that switch at some point, almost always.
1: Well, typically the switch becomes, as soon as um, people start watching, typically people of the opposite sex.
0: Or if there's a a specific, like, catalyzing incident, right? Like one, you know, one guy gloats a little too much, and it, it, like, there could there's often, like, one specific thing that tips it, I feel. And you start, right. you start, like, pushing a little harder, uh, you know, touch football, you give a shove, right? Like, and it kind of boils over.
1: Right. Well, one of the things, I guess, that I do that isn't necessarily seen as masculine uh, is I play Ultimate Frisbee. And Ultimate Frisbee is seen kind of as, like, a stoner, almost like a pussy sport because there's no contact, right? Mm. Um, I mean, the community will beg to differ. You see some very intense players. Yeah. But there was a situation there where I was playing in a friend's game. Not the game wasn't all friends. It was a friend of mine had a team. She needed a couple subs. Yeah. So I was one of the more skilled players on the team. We were playing this other team and I was just playing how I would play. Maybe I was taking it a bit, uh, not seriously, kind of not showboating, but trying to fake out the guy who was covering me, whatever. Um, and, I did this thing where I made it look like I threw it and I didn't and he got pissed off and he shoved me (laughs) and he was like dude don't do that dude and then later on there was a point where the other team thought they had scored but they hadn't properly scored because of where their feet were and I made a comment I was like not in and they ended up scoring like five seconds later but that same guy he was freaking out he's like what are you talking about and I'm like I can explain it to you and he's like no don't Like, he just had this mentality. Like, I kind of embarrassed him earlier on, so he was trying to prove a point, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've had that. I was playing in a Jew league floor hockey, a Jew sport floor hockey league that took place in an elementary school gym. So we're talking about low of the low house league floor hockey and some guys would get so mad in these games start shoving and like cross checking and and one guy like one one game they were down by like 10 cuz if one team is significantly better it just kind of is a blowout right and he was just fuming the whole time and i didn't understand why he cared at all right like and and you know do we and and I, especially like I tend to only get amped up and want to do something back if they're physically shoving me, right? Then I kind of, I, I can't help it. It's, it kind of is like an automatic reaction um, or it feels that way. But so it seems, you know, that it is. So is it, is that just like men, men act that way? Uh, I guess we can't get too deep into the nature versus nurture uh, argument. <laughs> We're not going to solve it right here but it is interesting to notice that that seems to happen a lot more with men or do men just place like there's just more sample cases maybe
1: i think there probably are more sample cases if you look at some sports like soccer for example women who play soccer the the clips that i've seen the women are more aggressive than the men are mm. um and i don't know if it's trying to prove a point because women's soccer isn't held up to the same standards that men's soccer is um Mm. but i've seen some vicious absolutely vicious play same thing in uh, women's rugby um again it's like i I don't really know how to explain it you know when when boys are younger it's the whole boys will be boys mentality some dads almost encourage their boys to get in arguments and fights
0: well there is something to be said though and I want to, I, after this, I do want to bring it back to, to us, right? Talk, because the goal for this one is to kind of talk about us and our experiences rather than like theoretical. Um, but, or, or like, you know, sus, you know situational and, 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 and societal. But there is something to be said that when, and this is in my own experiences like with friends, when, when I have a male friend and something is like really over the top and it blows over into like yelling match or an actual fight or whatever, we move up past it quite quickly. Whereas the stereotype and my experiences with um, some female friends as well is it kind of festers. We never actually get to the exploding point, um, but it, they, it, they don't seem to necessarily explicitly be better at clear communication, right? So it kind of is passive aggressive, um, and like those stereotypes are kind of true because um, I don't think either gender is particularly good at just honest open expression when you're feeling something um, and so the, the men are, seem to be like better at bottling it up so it eventually explodes whereas the women still have like a slow leak of it and, but, and, and so it kind of festers. Um, but so what, what other examples from you um, or like, you know, because how does it make you feel when you think of yourself or when other people treat you in such a way that, you you know, you're not as manly. You're you're not this kind of man who does man things.
1: I do, you know, take a bit of offense at times. For example, with Ultimate Frisbee, mm-hmm. um, talking to people that, I, that I've just met. Oh, do you play any sports? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I play basketball, I play soccer. What do you play? Oh, I play Ultimate Frisbee. Half of them will be like, oh that's a sport just throwing a frisbee around yeah and i don't know if it's just ignorance they don't realize it's a sport or they just assume that it's kind of like a a shitty sport where there's no contact
0: Mm. so
1: i do take a bit of offense to that because they're kind of making assumptions i think about me just by the fact that i say that i play this sport yeah um but i find that another one is my drinking habits i'm not a big drinker Mm-hmm. You know, when I go out, I don't like to get shit faced. I'll have a couple of drinks until I'm in a good, a good place. Yeah. Um, But that's another thing too, is whether it's friends trying to flaunt their wealth or just saying, Oh, you're not drinking. Where's your drink? Why don't you have a drink in your hand?
0: Yeah.
1: And then that kind of can get annoying, but mm-hmm. I just play it off. I'm I'm good. I'm good. And I do have a bad habit too of being convinced of some things like I have a bit of a rubber arm when it comes to stuff do you want to drink no are you sure no so so I'll get you a drink okay fine yeah right and and then yeah my drinking preferences too I don't really like beer I don't really drink beer that much I'll drink ciders or I'll drink you know some mixed drinks and Mm -hmm. guys have to drink beer if they don't they're not guys
0: yeah in some way or another yeah I've experienced that and uh, you know I feel like I never thought I was succumbing to peer pressure in university but it definitely feels like I was now right there was so much pressure and and I mean we had competitive drinking too and and so for a while I didn't compete in the competitive drinking because I I hated chugging I hated beer but I was yeah you're a pussy right like just uh like consistently kind of belittled for not um for not doing those things and then you know, as now I don't drink and it's kind of just a non-starter. But in that kind of transition period as well, it was like, always be sure to be nursing a drink because if you're not nursing one, people will bring it up and people will try and just feed you more drinks or, or, or you should be, you should be drinking. This is what guys do. This is what fun is type thing. Um, But I don't know if it's the same, if it's, if that's the same for, for females. I feel like Females are also just kind of assumed to be lightweights, whereas guys are assumed to be heavyweights when it comes to drinking as well. So if a chick has a few drinks and she's like, "I'm done," that most people are like, "Okay, yeah, that makes sense." Whereas a guy, there are, unless the guy's like noticeably either causing issues for people or falling over, they're like, "No, no, no, have more. Let's like, like, let's keep going." And and yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that also factors into the aggressive behavior because they're just drinking past their, you know, everyone egging everyone else on to just drink more. Um, yeah.
1: I don't appreciate your use of the term chicks to describe females, David. That's oh. a very stereotypical guy thing to do.
0: So I actually <laughs> prefer the word chick because I like woman and man, man isn't that like often used and, and for guys we have guy. But we all often say guy and girl and there's this narrative this idea that girl is actually quite dismissive because they're like young and and the word boy used to particularly be used to disparage uh african americans right Uh, you know boy and that kind of thing it's dismissive so i couldn't i can't find a a a common word better than chick it's it's my way of respecting women who i put on my level like guy because I don't call myself, um, like I, I'm not as formal as considering it man um, often, even though it is men and women. But in, when I'm in that, when I'm more casually talking about it, I prefer chick over girl, personally. Interesting. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't actually have a problem. <laughs> but I feel like some people, some mainly females, would have a problem with that because guys do that so casually. Mm-hmm. So let's say chicks, dudes. And I feel like girl and guy is not... Equal. I feel like girl and boy is equal. Yeah. But at the same time, if I'm describing, you know, somebody my age, I'm 26. If I describe somebody walking, oh, this girl walked down the street, 26 year old girl, right? And then I'll say, oh, this 26 year old guy. Mm -hmm. So in my eyes, I kind of see it as as on my level. If I am describing somebody younger who's kind of immature, I'll use a descriptive word. I was like, oh, this young girl or this teenage girl, but. I've always wondered, and I'll ask you as well, I mean, it, it may not necessarily work as as well because you use chick, but at what point, at what age do you think that you would start describing a woman as a woman as opposed to as a girl or a chick? Is there a specific age? Is there a specific mindset?
0: There's probably a specific context. Um, I try and use w- women as often as possible, but it's often... Receive it's more about how it's received right if I it's about how language is to try and get across what you're trying to communicate right um, and I find You know to me woman is still and man um, But again men seems to be more casually used um, but woman seems to mean you know 35 plus right like uh, a more adult adult let's say and um, and I mean, it's just hard to navigate. But I I don't like the idea of girl, right? Because it's like I don't want to. I'm I'm not like I'm I'm going on a date with a twenty with a girl. Like I'm not. <laughs> She's twenty three, right? Or whatever, right? Um. So, I mean, chick's not great either. But there's I mean, according to the play, it would be guys and dolls. But I don't think doll is is used well either. Um,
1: so, with what you just said, you think women's probably thirty five plus, and if 23 is too old to describe a girl then kind of chick falls in the interim or yeah
0: basically it's like guy right but guy is like a pure denotation of gender a boy is a guy a man is a guy right um and so a girl is a chick a woman is a chick right like that's the way i view it um whereas yeah. a girl isn't a woman a woman is an adult girl and a girl is a young woman right like
1: yeah, but no, that totally makes sense. And then you get into group dynamics too, where maybe it's a group of five females. Well, um, I wouldn't necessarily say, "Hey guys," I might say, "Hey ladies," right? Yeah, ladies. As soon is as there's a, like, at least one guy in that group, then it becomes, "Hey guys."
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and late like lady seems quite formal, right? Ladies and gentlemen, right? Um, but yeah. Although, when like sometimes when we're hanging out with one specific group in particular, it's like, we're hanging out with the boys, right? Hey, me and the boys are, are grabbing a beer. Uh, but it's like, it's a, a specific type of camaraderie, uh, it seems, versus like me and the guys. Or I'm just hanging out with a couple of guys. I'm not hanging out with a couple of boys, right? That would be weird. Right,
1: yeah, exactly. Girls night out, boys night out.
0: Yeah. But
1: All that chance.
0: Mm-hmm. So, masculinity yes going we're going all over the place with this one how do you feel inside about your masculinity because mine like you know I guess you seem to me to be kind of more confident generally or more comfortable with yourself generally I've obviously struggled a lot and I think uh, uh, at least a lightning rod of my struggle or like one of the pillars of my struggle, let's say one of the four, if it was a nice house or, or cathedral to self-doubt or whatever, um, would be masculinity, right? Um, and, and so I'm now figuring out, uh, you know, how I feel about it, especially with all of this stuff going on about gender and stuff now in the, in the media. Um, but so what do you think of when you, like, when you think about your masculinity or, or Tyler?
1: Um I think that I am relatively comfortable in my own skin, and that leads to confidence. Mm-hmm. I think there are some social norms that I kind of ignore, whether it's I'll talk to just about anybody at the grocery store, at the gym, <laughs> wherever. Um, like for example, I'd made a, a, a post on Facebook. I asked a poll question. I, I said, If your headphones are in, is that a sign of do not talk to me or you're still open for conversation? And so many people, I was surprised how many people used headphones as a form of a barrier. Just you can't talk to me. Yeah. And even if my headphones are in and I'm out, you know, I've just gone to the gym or I'm at the grocery store after the gym. I still have my headphones on. I'm so open to talk to people. Mm. and. I think that just comes down to how comfortable I am with being the person that I am and just uh, being okay to be silly and make mistakes. Yeah. And it takes a lot more than it used to to embarrass me. Yeah. In high school, I was a sweaty, hairy, pimply mess. <laughs> and I was so self-conscious of sweat stains. Right. Yeah. Just okay. Back sweat stains, under my armpit sweat stains. Yeah. And I would avoid there was a solid period where I would only wear white or black. Right? Because gray is that terrible color you can't wear because you <laughs> can see the stains immediately. Okay. So for a period my closet reflected that white or black. Interesting. Right? Yeah. And so that was something I was self conscious about. Now, you know, I really don't care nearly as much. Obviously I'm gonna care a little bit but I sometimes yeah. I draw attention to it for fun. Oh, look how sweaty it is in here. Look at my sweat stains, right?
0: Yeah. But it, that's
1: what it comes down to is self-deprecation too. If yeah. you're so confident with yourself that you're willing to poke fun at yourself.
0: But there is a balance because I think some people, it was a defense mechanism for me. I poked fun at myself because I needed to, I needed to make the joke before anyone else, right? And so I think it, there's a balance, but I, I am interested to know as I've gotten more comfortable with myself, And, and, you know, my masculinity generally, um, I've found that I want to just, you know, continue to feed and keep alive my inner child, right? And that's what it is. Like, I can go, if hey, go talk to whoever, like, just do what I feel like doing, right? And, like, keep the boy in me alive. which is interesting because it's it's kind of contrary to some of the, a lot of the messaging I was getting about like needing to grow up and, and take responsibility for myself and that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, yes, but it's like that's actually the amount of responsibility I need to take for myself is making enough money so I have food and shelter, right? Like really fundamentally... That's what my parents needed to do until I now need to do it for myself. Um, but there's very little else I have to do as a, quote, man or a, or a grown-up, all right? And it's like, but, but just generally that approach to life of being open and, and talking to people and being friendly and silly and all that stuff, I, I find it's really just about keeping my, my inner child, uh, you know, alive and well. And that's why I love the book The Little Prince, right? Little Prince, because that's what it's all about. Right. It's just about keep that person alive. Remember him.
1: Absolutely. I think growing up is such a trap, honestly.
0: Yeah,
1: it really is. And there are some I have some friends that are in their 40s, 50s, 60s. And part of the reason they're my friends is because they refuse to to fall into that category of I'm 50. I shouldn't be doing this thing. Yeah. No. Like they're Do having whatever a great you time. want. I knew uh, a doctor in Australia. If I had to guess hopefully he doesn't get mad at me i would say late 40s early 50s <laughs> and he still went on hikes he still you know at one point he was doing downhill unicycling oh Just nice the randomest things and he didn't give a shit
0: you yeah. know it
1: was at this point in his career where you know no i guess no student loans from med school finally making money you're trying to enjoy you know the money that you have to do fun things yeah and I feel like, yeah, growing up is such a trap, and then you get into the trappings of, oh, now that I'm this age, I should buy these products because now I can afford them, mm-hmm. whether it's clothing or a really nice car or this or that. I'm the type of person where if I can spend ten thousand dollars on a car or twenty thousand dollars on a car, why do the 20 when I can do the 10, right? Yeah that way I have money for other things like chocolate and no i'm
0: kidding no i'm that way now (laughs) i didn't used to be um Mm -hmm. but like i work right now i work 25 hours a week or so at two part-time jobs and i make enough money to afford the standard of living i want because i i really focused on reducing my cost of living as much as possible and i can afford it now right like i have uh and why you know until i have other things i need to do uh, and my priorities change like um why why would i need to like kill myself more um if i if i'm enjoying my life right now some people say it's short-term thinking right i should i should i should get money and make investments and all this stuff and it's like well to what end uh, what what end is that um as well right
1: absolutely and it's something to definitely think about you want to plan for the future but at the same time if that whole process of planning and working towards a goal is say it's a 10-year process and you hate yourself for nine of those years that's not worth it
0: yeah exactly but so i do have a question for you then i i have this theory or idea that it is far easier for men to have this mindset than women to just kind of be adult children um And, you know, I see that reflected in the males and females I know in their 30s, 40s, 50s. There's many more 50-year-old boys than 50-year-old young childlike girls, right? Um, Do you, do you, I have, I mean, I have many theories as to why. I don't think we're going to get into it here, but what, what are your thoughts when I posit that?
1: I think that it's a stereotype for older guys to not know what the hell's going on and be the big grown-up boy. Look at a lot of the male role models on sitcoms growing up, like Al Bundy, right? Yeah, he was a dude, but also like a boy at times. Yeah, um, a lot of prominent characters in um, in TV and film that are you know father figures, um, older brothers, that kind of thing. They they have that that uh personality trait where they're just kind of carefree and it's almost like there's the stereotype that guys need to be the providers but there's also the stereotype that older older guys need their quote-unquote toys right yeah and then you get into the whole midlife crisis thing and there's just so much that you know society expects guys to do and some guys fall for it some guys don't and but older women that tend to be kind of young,
0: but it's like almost, even...
1: it's almost like um, a trait that I would attribute to an older woman trying to be youthful is hitting on younger guys, right? For example, mm. and I think guys would be would love that, like 25, 30 year old guys getting hit on by fifty year old women. I think they would find it very um uh they would appreciate that they'd be like oh that's cool whereas you get um 50 year old guys hitting on 30 year old women and they're like ew that's gross he's old
0: but you also see many relationships like marriages and stuff like where the young women do marry the older guys um mm-hmm. but well and there's this idea the whole,
1: why didn't they find somebody their age right? well and then there's Are this idea because... yeah.
0: well and and the, why the women didn't find someone their age and prefer someone older, there is this stereotype that men are just immature little shits, right? So a 25-year-old woman doesn't want a 25-year-old man because he acts 15 still. She, may, she should find a 40-year-old man who acts 25, right? Um, but even if, you, if I think of my peer group, there are still a ton of boys and no girls. There's women. Like, all of the women in my circles... With 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 a few exceptions actually that come to mind, but almost all of the women in my circles are that are much more put together. They're um, you know they're taking more responsibility for themselves, and even in like group settings, they're they're already like kind of taking care of their boyfriends and that kind of thing. Whereas the guys are still just more carefree, doing their thing, um, and you know again nature versus nurture, but. Uh, it is very interesting, and I, I do see it, right? Um, yeah.
1: I think, um, do you think that might have to do something with um, maternal instincts at all?
0: Maybe a bit. Um, yeah, and, like, there are certain personality traits that just, like, men are less agreeable, so women are more agreeable, and more, women are more agreeable, so they, they'll, they like, just tend to want to do things for others. And, like, there are other traits as well, so maybe it's partially maternal instinct, but I think it's much deeper than that. I think I think little girls are forced to grow up very early by society. and And right. kind of, you know, I could walk around blackout drunk at 25 without a concern in the world Um, women cannot do that women by the time they're 18 they have to be very before that they have to be very cognizant of where they're going to be past dark where they're going what's the path like when I talk to some of them about the things they have to think about to protect themselves from society it's pretty intense and it's definitely things I don't have to do right so it's just when I and I mean size and physical force like I can I trust to I trust myself to protect myself in most situations, whereas that's just not, uh, unfortunately, not the case.
1: Right. And there have been times, you know, in Canada, but predominantly in my travels, where I felt intimidated in a situation, whether it's, you know, my smaller stature compared to people around me, or it's an uh, environment that I'm not aware of. But I definitely think that the way that society, luckily, it's kind of changing, but um there's a lot of stuff that women kind of had to take with a grain of salt and be like okay this is the way that this thing is right Mm -hmm. um but another thing that i was going to say you may agree you may disagree i think that women on a whole are more vain than men are so part of that growing up may have to do with them saying look at me look at what i've done look at what i can do and they're almost showing off to their peer group right Because a guy living in their parents' basement when they're 35, yeah, it's kind of shitty. But that guy's probably thinking, "I'm saving money," right? Whereas a a female looking at uh, living in their parents' basement at 35 is probably looked at, you know, a spinster. She's a crazy cat girl. She doesn't have her shit together.
0: Um, So I think I think the way people would look at themselves largely has to do with the way they are labeled by society. But I'm going to end it there, so we can we can talk about that more a different time but you know we jumped around a bit but you know what that's that's what happened so uh thanks for joining
1: it wouldn't be a conversation with me and you without us jumping around a bunch
0: yeah all right well thanks for joining and thanks for anyone who uh stayed and tuned in until this point <laughs> um be sure to listen um... next time and take a peek behind the mask